Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, back here for hour number two of Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. If you're car shopping, listen, we know you're busy. When you get to Tropical Chevrolet, they're going to have you in and out of there in under three hours. It's on Biscayne Boulevard and 88th Street. Or click MiamiChevy.com, Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. It's that time of the show, by the way. We do yes or no's. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, now time for the award-winning segment, Yes or No's, volume number two, because we're in week two of the NFL season. I will ask no's nine fantasy football questions and one life question at the end. And, of course, today's life question will be about food. Food is the life question today, one of Nose's favorite subjects. So let's get into it right now with Yes or No's volume number two. Start with this one. The Jets offense, including the running backs, are in deep, deep trouble the rest of the season. Yes or No's? Yes. What a layup you gave me. They lose Aaron Rodgers and they go to Zach Wilson. Is it going to get better? No, it's in deep, deep trouble is what the words are. Yes. Um, we're going to start Garrett Wilson. We're going to start Brees Hall, who looked amazing. Even Dalvin Cook got enough rushes where you could uh, start him if you need to in a flex position. But outside of those guys, nobody else besides maybe the green machine on their defense you start. And they are in big trouble. Zach Wilson is a player we do not recommend you pick up. And you, the Jets are in for a, a long season. <laughs> Very long season at that point. I even saw Salah today uh, having to talk about the fact that He's not worried that Aaron Rodgers is going to retire. He'd be shocked. I can't believe that's even being floated at this point, but it should be. But the fact he's got to answer that going into week two, that's it. Just everyone out there, just shake your head at that Nightmare. point. Right. All right, question number two. We were just talking about him in hour number one, Jordan Addison. If, and a big if, he's still a free agent in your league, he's a must-add now. Yes or no's? Yes. What kind of league are you in where Jordan Addison is available? Right. He was available. If he's a player that is in your roster, put him in your lineup. We love Jordan Addison on the show. Uh, speed burns, baby. So put him in there. Love him for Thursday night football. Yeah, he's, he's a fun one to watch. It was really fun to see him in that game last week. I'm excited to see how he progresses. And a lot of wide receivers come into the league. And they have to be the number one guy on a team and usually a bad team. If you're a first round pick, Jordan Addison looks at the other side of the field and he sees just Justin Jefferson there. Yeah. Very nice way to start off your rookie season. Having Justin Jefferson as the other wide receiver there. All right. 
Question number three, and we sort of talked about this also in hour number one. The only Eagles running back you could trust right now is hurt so good. Stay away from all the others. Yes or no's? Yes. Maybe one of your best yes or no's questions because, yes, I do not read his yes or no's questions. This is straight off the cuff right now, and I'm very proud of you because, as we discussed very in detail in the hour one, we are not trusting any Philadelphia Eagles running backs. The you know, right now we've discussed Kenneth Gainwell is leaning towards not playing tomorrow night, which all of the, all of a sudden would make you say DeAndre Swift is a must start. No, you do not start him. You start no Eagles defenses until there's some real clarity as to how they're really distributing the ball. Right. And as of right now, one rush in week one for DeAndre Swift is I don't Jeez. care if Gainwell is out. I'm starting no running backs. And as you said, Jalen Hurts is the only rushing player that I would want on that team. Right. The only running back you can trust in Philly is Jalen Hurts. Question number four, and this one kind of off the cuff of my roster, and I was a little upset by it. Kyron Williams is a big problem for Cam Akers owners going forward for the Rams. Yes or no's? Man. This is a tough one, right? Yeah, you asked a good question. No's. I'm saying no's. I'm going to say that Cam Akers is going to end up being the guy there. Kyron Williams, I've seen him. We've seen him before. I believe right. in the Cardinals in the past. Right. He's he's okay. He's not going to light up anything, okay? I know he had a good first week. I get it. But Cam Akers did find the end zone, and I do believe over the course of the season, he will be an acceptable flex player. I don't know if he's a good RB2. He's a great – he'll be a good RB3. Uh, and and or flex. That's what I believe Cam Akers' future looks like. But I don't foresee Kyron Williams being a guy who's going to uh, take, you know, at least step up to be a really good player. I think he's, again, just a change of pace who was the week one guy. Right, right. All right. Question number five here. If he's not in the concussion protocol, because I just read a little bit about it, on fantasy rosters this week, Jacoby Myers is wide receiver two. Yes or no's? Yes, but unfortunately, I watched that hit live. He right. got laid out he did. at the very, very tail end of that game where the camera for a second got a picture of his eyes and he didn't know where he was, Zach. Right. He didn't. Right. So he's a player that if he was a free agent, oh, man, look, double teaming Devontae Adams, Jimmy Garoppolo was really looking at him. Garoppolo, right. excuse me. Right. Uh, Jimmy G, just uh, say Jimmy G. I know, I got a little Tony Soprano in me. Yeah, you did. I like that. It's all good. Um, Meyer, if let's just say this if Meyer didn't get knocked out with a concussion, we'd be talking about him a lot on the show. A ton of targets there. He looked great. Look, he was a really good wide receiver in New England, too. He was. He was. I don't see him playing this week and maybe not even the week after. That's how bad that concussion was. But if he's on your roster in general, I really like him. It is a long season. He will be back sooner rather than later. And he's a player that you will be able to start uh, in many, many formats. Let's just say that. Right. This next question, uh, the start of the question, I'm going to stop saying it after another week or two, but I know I still have to say it for the sake of saying it. If he stays healthy, Tua is a better fantasy starter than Herbert and Lamar Jackson going forward. Yes or no's. Yes. Ooh, I like it. Emphatic yes. Yeah. Tua is a top three 
fantasy quarterback if he could stay on his feet. Right. Look, last year he averaged, again, look, all point scoring systems are different, right? So it's very hard for me because everybody who's listening has a different point scoring system. But let's just say 25 points is a really good week in your league. Well, that's what he was averaging last year before the concussion started. If Tua could stay on his feet with the combination of a, even a decent offensive line and those two wide receivers and wrap it up with a bow with what I believe is the best offensive creative uh, coordinator, but is our head coach, Mike McDee. I think Tua could be a top three fantasy quarterback. That includes the likes of the Jalen Hurts, the Josh Allens, the Pat Mahomes, the Lamar Jackson, and the Joe Burrows. Okay. That's how good Tua could be. And I'm just praying that we could just keep having this conversation until the fantasy playoffs are over. Because if you drafted him, where I believe you drafted him, your team immediately lines up so well because you right. probably took two to three running backs and two to three wide receivers in the tight end. You know how we did a three, three, one strategy. And then you topped it with two to be your starter. My God, unless you had a really bad draft, right? Right. You're, you're set up for success. And so the answer is yes. If Tua could stay healthy, he's going to be a top three fantasy quarterback. Uh, yeah, I mean, at that point, how do you not, you know, say that? By the way, sidebar for this question, number six, six A and six B question here. You're nervous at all about Joe Burrow, about what happened with Joe Burrow last week. And his that was just ridiculous to see that Cleveland defense shut him down the way they did. I'm absolutely not right. worried about that guy. There's nobody more confident in their abilities than Joe Burrow. And for those who were able to watch that game, it was really a nasty weather game. There was no, uh, they were saying that the football was so wet. So there was no grip on the ball. You saw Deshaun Watson in the same game and have a good game, but he also had some moments where the ball was just simply slipping out of their hands. Right. We are not amateurs on this uh, show, my friend. Okay. Joe Burrow is just fine. Let's judge him after this week. He's a winner. And I believe he's going to come back extremely strong week two. I figured that at that point there. All right, here, question number seven. Uh, this is a, a good one. I was thinking about this all weekend long after seeing that guy play. I'm going to give you a chance. Do you want to take a reset on your Anthony Richardson take from last week here? Yes or no's? No's. All I want to do is double down. I'm wow. so happy you gave me this platform in this moment. Wow. That's why his stats seemed better because Michael Pittman, who is a talent, took a wide receiver screen 40 plus yards. That's how he got that touchdown. And we know Anthony Richardson's going to run the ball from right. time to time. But what people may not have seen was one, he in the moment where they really needed a touchdown, in the moment at the end of the game where they could have come back and Anthony Richardson first game as a Colt could have been heroic. Now he threw a horrible interception. I mean, a really embarrassing one, horrible read, triple teamed into a, a defensive back. That's one. So in the big moment, he choked. But at the very end of the game, he tried to do a quarterback sneak yep. and score a touchdown, and he got licked. Yep. And what happened? He stayed down because, as we discussed, he can't take a hit, Zach. All right? So for fantasy owners, it was lucky that that hit 
happened at the very end of the game because he was not coming back in the game if that happened in the first, second, or third quarter. So for fantasy owners, for week one, if you started him, you got a good game. You got a decent game. You had 200 yards, give or take, one touchdown uh, in the air, one in the ground. But no, I am not taking back my, uh, my stance. I'm doubling down on my stance. Anthony Richardson will not play more than 10 games this year. Anthony Richardson will run. He will have some really good runs, but he will not be able to pass the ball down the field with success. Doubled down. Speak to you next week on this. Right before kickoff, I sat Michael Pittman Jr. for Michael Thomas in New Orleans. Literally one second before kickoff. I stand by that move. The only reason why Pittman got that play was I get he's, it. he's a talent and it was a I wide know. receiver screen. But if you see everyone, any of the other plays, very, very limited uh, plays down the field are going to happen for Pittman. The way he's going to score is exactly how it happened week one. Right. All right. Question number eight here. I know Tyreek and Jefferson are 1A and 1B wide receivers in the league right now, fantasy-wise. But Calvin Ridley, your boy, could be number three by the end of the season, the way he's playing. Yes or no's? Yeah. Let's All go right. for it. I yes. Like it. Yeah. I was about to curse again, but you know. I know. Okay. I can say F it, right? Is that yeah. okay? All right. Yes. Calvin Ridley is him. That's what we're doing. We're acting like the young furry people right. with whatever they say on Instagram. He is him. Okay. We love him. Is he going to be at number three? Okay. It's a little aggressive. Can he be top five? Yes. That is a, a firm. That's a strong. Yes. So I love Calvin Ridley. I love Jacksonville's offense. I came in. I love ETN. Decent game from him. We saw the running back tank get that goal line carry. So for right. ETN fantasy owners, the 26 yard touchdown. Fantastic. Getting those uh, one yarders stripped from him. Not as good, but original question, Calvin Ridley top three to five. Yes. Yeah. I figured you'd like that one at that point. I mean, Jefferson and Tyreek obviously are the, the obvious ones, but you know, it used to be Devonte Adams in that conversation. He's dropped a little bit. Cooper cup. He's not even playing right now. Calvin Ridley. Let's not forget, guy. Jamar Chase is still in the NFL. That's right. It was a bad game one. We explained the weather. Let's not leave him out of that conversation. But outside of that, Calvin Ridley is on his way. Yeah, it should be fun to watch him the rest of the season and Trevor Lawrence to see how they both evolve together here in that offense. Question number nine, last fantasy football question for the nose here in Yes or No's Volume 2. The Giants offense from Daniel Jones to Waller and everything in between – will be okay. Don't overreact to week one where they got beat 40 to nothing and that team looked like absolute poop on offense, defense, special teams, coaching, the fans, the parking lot, the food in the stadium. Everything was bad that night for the Giants. Yes. Right, right. Okay, right. So it's, it's an overreaction. I love Darren Waller. Let's keep an eye on his hamstring. A little concerned already about that but he's expected to play, and I love him this week. This is a comeback. Uh, he, they have a coach that I believe knows how to motivate, and um, this was a stinker. And, yeah, there were rumors about the coach having a big party the night before. It's going to be all, you know, they're going to be ready to play this week. I, I really believe in a comeback game for the Giants. So do not overreact. Week two at the Cardinals. Right. I expect Saquon Barkley and Darren Waller to be the two players that keep them in your lineup, 
Okay. I don't necessarily need to start any wide receivers right now for the Giants, but Barkley and Waller are in your lineup for a two quarterback league. Daniel Jones, yes, for a single quarterback league. Absolutely not. Sidebar here. Have you ever seen a game like that to open the season? And it's just so bad for one team on every aspect. I mean, every aspect of the game, all three phases, the coaching, everything. It was just a stinker from start to finish. What a nightmare for the NFL oh, to have that right. Right. It was the it was the big marquee game. Sunday night football. Of I'm like so excited. I'm sitting down, like like having a little bit of a nightcap, if you would. Okay. Got the women and children to bed. And then, you know, tons of fantasy implications all over the place in that game for any teams that are playing. Right. And then that happens. What a disaster. Right. It was just a bad football game. The special teams of Dallas and the defense really came up uh strong in that game. Dak Prescott didn't need to do anything, okay? It was not even – he had a bad game statistically, but he didn't need to have a good game. Tony Pollard, for those fantasy owners, they got a really they, – they came out there with a, a late first, early second round pick, and they got rewarded early on that. So I know I'm going a little off kilter here. That being said, look, it was the worst game, and I expect the Giants to be better. They should be, right. I think that. And off kilter could be the the, the – Literally the topic of our show. It could be the name of our show, Off Kilter at that point. So don't worry there. Is that a made-up word by me? Off Kilter is great. No, I've heard it before, but that's perfect. Like the way that if you had to describe our show in a nutshell, you'd say Off Kilter, right? That's how you'd say it. All right. Nine fantasy football questions down. It's time for the food question, the life question for the nose. Uh, We are in Davie, by the way. Uh, Nose and I both live here in the Davie Cooper City area. Culver's. The burger place has just opened up near us in Davie. The Nose's top three burger joints in South Florida are what? I can't believe you're bringing up Culver's to me. Again, that's wild. There's a lot of conversations that the Nose has. Yeah, have I you been there is- yet? First off. You're damn right I have. I that, haven't yet. Okay. All right. That, I have not yet. All that right. butter burger is really good, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you something. It's not going to absolutely wow you but it's put together real well it's fresh it's delicious it doesn't get too messy really really fun little spot right there am i gonna put it as my top burgers in south florida absolutely not the number one burger in south florida if you are in broward county is at gilbert's wow it's off of 17th street and if if you know you know okay so any of those burger fans look it up on the internet gilbert's is an absolutely awesome burger but more of like the burger joints uh we don't have an in and out here the five guys burger still to me even though you know it comes with a heart attack is a really delicious burger uh and let's see you know what i really want people to go out and check out that culver's burger it's really really good i don't want to overreact on their burger like it's that good but you go there you get yourself one of those concrete shakes with a little bit of you know, Snickers or Oreo that you like. They have some cheese curds on the side, some really good onion rings, really good spot. And yes, since it opened so close, it is not good for my cholesterol. Right, right. I can only imagine at that point. Uh, It's good answers, but they're all wrong. The number one burger place here in Davie, I think, is still Geronimo's. Geronimo's makes one hell of a burger down here in Davie. Char Hut's got to be on that list somewhere, some way. Has to be there, although the prices are out of control at this point. And the number three on that list for me, Papa Krantz's burger at his house in the backyard. No better burger than that. I I need to go to the penalty box, Zach. I need to be out of the show. I don't know if we can take a break because I need to go cry 
Char Hut. Right. I mean, you put me on the spot here. I know I did. I didn't I really know. realize we were going straight Davy because I, right. I know we. Well, you don't have to go straight Davy. We would, we would try County right. Show. Right, right, right. I mean, we're, we're from Day to West Palm here, but um, Char Hut is nostalgic, delicious. And I, it's pretty interesting that you said that because it got outrageously expensive. Outrageous. I don't know how a burger, fries, and a sweet tea all of a sudden cost $18. Right. But right. here we are. And you know what? I still do it because that drive through it's convenient. Solid. Solid. Great right. call on the Char Hut. Right. And Geronimo's does make a hell of a burger. Right. And you can order frings at, at Char Hut, by the way, which is the onion ring, onion ring fry combo. So that's perfect there. All right. That was Yes or No's Volume 2. Nose did pretty well there until the last question. But, you know, that does happen here on Yes or No's. Let's take a break. Uh, we're going to come back with the sniff test, the most popular segment here uh, outside of Yes or No's that we do on Zach and the Nose. Brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Our friends there at Tropical Chevrolet, they're doing something for you, by the way. Turn fantasy into reality with Tropical Chevrolet. Come in for a test drive. Get entered to win a pair of tickets to a football game this season in South Florida. That's right, a pro football game in South Florida. Go in there, say, Zach and the Nose sent me, test drive a car, and boom, you're registered to win. Let's take a break. We're going to come back with the sniff test right after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. If you're car shopping, by the way, we know you're busy. When you get to Tropical Chevrolet, you'll have uh, basically in and out of there in three hours. That's what they like to do there. It's on Biscayne Boulevard and 88th Street, or go on the website, MiamiChevy.com. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. It's time for the sniff test here on Zach and the Nose. Nose is going to give you a couple quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers he likes this week. And obviously, a couple of quarterbacks and wide receivers and running backs. He does not like this week. So let's go right to it. Week two of the NFL, week two of fantasy football. Nosey, give me a couple of quarterbacks who pass the sniff test. All right. So Detroit's Jared Goff versus the Seahawks. I really like this matchup. Uh, look, the Seahawks, we discussed it. They made Stafford and Puka Nakua look like studs, right? So what's going to happen in this game? I think we have a shootout. And I think Goff with, uh, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown, who had 
a Monround St. Brown type of game on the opening Thursday night football, just a highly targeted, tons of receptions and a touchdown. I believe he'll help out Jared Goff have that 300 plus yard game and two touchdowns. So if you have Jared Goff as a second QB in your league, or if you need to start him in week one because you like him uh, more than somebody who was not so good, you can ask at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E, but I do really like Jared Goff a lot this week. And I'm going back to the well. You asked a few times, me, uh, Zach, this question. Are the Giants done? Or what do we right. do with the Giants? It was in yes or no's. It was in hour one. Well, I'm flat out recommending him. Again, I can't get on here and just recommend Tua, Burrow, Lamar. That's not a fantasy show, right? So what I'm doing is in, for deeper leagues, do you go with a Daniel Jones in the two-quarterback system? Or for um, you know, a daily fantasy, do I go with Daniel Jones? The answer is yes. Danny Dimes looked really bad to start. Yes. The whole team looked bad. But it must be nice to go after a horrible loss into Arizona, who, let me just tell you guys, they're so bad I can't explain it. Josh Dobbs should not be a starting quarterback in the NFL. And how does that relate to, you know, helping Daniel Jones? They're going to be turnovers. They're going to be opportunities for the Giants to score. There's going to be a lot of red zone looks. So Danny Dimes is going to have a better game. Darren Waller, I know, has a bit of an injury right now in the hamstring, but he's expected to play. I love both Danny Jones, uh, Darren Waller, and of course, Saquon Barkley to be in your starting lineup for that team. By the way, let's be honest. If Arizona could call the league office right now and just say to them, we can be two and 15. You can call the whole season right now. And we'll just go home. They take that in a second. They are trying to get the number one pick in the draft. Kyler Murray is probably, or more than likely not going to be on that team next year. Somehow, some way, Caleb Williams is going to be their quarterback. If he does come out of college, Cardinals are pathetic. And it's scary to see a franchise do what they did. And the Dolphins got yelled at a couple of years ago by all the pundits, by all the network people for trying to kind of, quote unquote, get that number one pick. And they didn't. Brian Flores, shout out to Brian Flores there for that. My goodness, the Cardinals are terrible this year. And it's going to be really not fun to watch them all season long. Yeah, I mean, Cliff ahead, Kingsbury sorry, gets yeah. yeah, no, Kingsbury gets to go to Thailand and retire for a little while and live right. probably his extreme best life as he completely ruined a franchise by right. giving up all of that draft capital uh for kyler murray who doesn't look so good but look let's yeah. not count him out yet that, but that's another story right, right now though the cards look real bad and anybody who's going against them have a better opportunity uh to have some bigger games on to my last quarterback and a guy that you know, needs to be discussed a little bit more the, you know the verdict is not out after game one we discussed how bad the weather was in that Cleveland Cincinnati game, but Deshaun Watson had a play where it was third and I believe 11 and they were on the 16 or 17 yard line and they did a quarterback sneak design play and he scored a touchdown. And I just looked at it, Zach, and I said, okay, that's Deshaun Watson. I'm not going to get ahead of myself right, right now, but do you remember in 2020 when there was a certain player that just completely dominated the entire NFL and fantasy landscape it was Deshaun Watson right? Right. He, didn't, he didn't play his legs are very fresh I think he's up to speed with the offense and against a rival Pittsburgh defense who was very suspect outside of one superior defensive player in TJ Watt against the 49ers week one I believe Deshaun Watson is a must start this week and I believe we're all going to be watching it on a national level where it's either going to go one way or the other. And I'm betting it goes in the direction of positive 
where Deshaun Watson says, I'm back. Okay. The, the, the massage parlor talks are in the rear view mirror. Okay. And it's time to win football games because I think there's a very good chance that they could win that game and start off two and zero. and the Sean Watson talk of a player that we'd call a comeback player is going to be the conversation. And in terms of fantasy, I do believe he has that ability of doing the 250 to 300 yard games, a few teeters in the air, but the key being he also has the ability of 50 yards on the ground and getting touchdowns with his legs. So Deshaun Watson, a player that would never be in a pass the stiff that's because he was too good to be in that category is now there. And uh, for fantasy owners like myself who have him in certain areas, I really hope he becomes that player again, who we don't discuss down the road, who I don't might say, Oh, I recommend you start Pat Mahomes, that type of thing. Uh, but the, you know, we'll see. And I have him. This is a really great litmus test for him. Right. Uh, so, uh, you know, on Monday night against Pittsburgh and I'm betting on him. Deshaun Watson, Danny Dimes, Jared Goff, quarterbacks that passed the sniff test. Let's move on to the next category, running backs. Give me a couple running backs this week, Nosy, that passed the sniff test. All right, Finns fans, you may not like it, but I need to see better out of our defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio, and having a better defensive rush stop. Did you see Aaron Eckelar? Oh. Just did. I mean, the Joshua whole- Kelly, too, both, both of them. That was a uh, combination oh. of Swiss cheese and a Yalsberg. Okay. So <laughs> the bottom line is they need to tighten that up. But in, until I see it, I really like Manjay Stevenson for the Patriots. I think they're going to run a lot this week. It, it makes sense. You know, Bill Belichick is a very smart defensive coach. He's a smart guy. And what do smart people do? They try to keep two off the field. They try to t- keep Tyreek off the field. So I think they're going to try to chunk the clock which means Ramon J. J. Stevenson, who had just an average game week one, only had 12 carries, but he was a little sick. So I don't think he got his full workload. Yes, I'm aware Ezekiel Elliott's there. That means absolutely nothing to me. Stevenson is the RB1, and I recommend him this week against your Miami Dolphins. I feel compelled to say uh, Josh Jacobs is a must start. And again, don't be nervous. I don't... I was a little nervous after watching him week one. I am telling you not to be. Um, he's going to have a very, very strong game. A similar type of running back and why I chose Jacobs, a similar type of runner is Brees Hall, who did wonders against uh, the Buffalo Bills defense. And that's who the Raiders have. And I can see him replicating that type of game. I see him tearing a ball right up the middle. I see two touchdowns. Josh Jacobs, a must DFS play. Obviously, must start in your year-long leagues. And finally, I, again, it's Wednesday. I believe Aaron Jones is going to be out this week with a hamstring. And that means I love A.J. Dillon versus the Falcons on the turf. It's just one of those volume type of plays. A guy who gets in the end zone when he's in the five yards or in from uh, the red zone. So A.J. Dillon is a player that if you got him late, and and if, if this is like a, what is it called? I forgot what it was called back in the day. If and only if Aaron Jones is right. out, then you put A.J. Dillon in. Can you help me what kind of math that was called? Is that logic? Uh, logic is a good word there. Yes, that's it's a good, good word. word. I just don't know yeah. if it's the right word, but okay. Right. It might not be the right word, but it works, yeah. Okay, thanks. A.J. Dillon, Josh Jacobs, and Jumanji Stevenson, running backs that pass the sniff test. Let's move on to wide receivers. Give me a couple this week you like. A couple wide receivers that pass the sniff test. 
Devonta Smith. That's it. I'm going big though. 150 plus yards and two touchdowns from Devonta Smith. Huge night tomorrow night. Huge. That's all I'm going to say to you. We discussed it. The Eagles defense, excuse me, offense is going to be awesome. Zach, it's going to be awesome because it was so not awesome week one. Right. And this is, this is a team that I believe turns it around and gets the job done. So Again, we're trying to add some DFS picks in there because a lot of people still do the daily fantasy. Devonta Smith, if you drafted him in your year-long uh, season league, excuse me, obviously he's a must-start, but I just hope you're smiling ear-to-ear ear because it's coming. I know Prime says he's coming. Devonta Smith's coming this week. Romeo Dobbs had, again, a great – we discussed it, a great red zone game. He had two touchdowns uh, last week, but not a ton of grabs or yards. I think that's all going to improve. I think he's going to score, and I think he's going to have 75 yards or more. So a, a really nice look at your flex play, Romeo Dobbs. And finally, a player we all know, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh. It, was just, it was just fun watching him during the draft because he seemed like the guy who kept on slipping. And I kept asking myself, well, Tennessee paid a lot of money for him. And last year, didn't he have all of these targets, receptions, and touchdowns with Colt McCoy as his quarterback? Well, I loved him. I drafted him. And then after week one, was his stats great, Zach? No, they were not great. But what was the key? 13 targets. Targets, that's right. 13. He grabbed seven of those 13 targets in a PPR league. He had himself about 14, 15 fantasy points. So – that's totally acceptable as your wide receiver three or flex. And this week, DeAndre Hopkins is going to get targeted, Zach. So make sure he's in your lineup. I love DeAndre. Uh, maybe not as much as years past because Ryan Tannehill does not look great. Right, but right, right. He, but he's smart enough to throw DeAndre the ball, so get him in your lineup. DeAndre Hopkins, Romeo Dobbs, and Devonta Smith. The wide receivers that pass the sniff test knows he's giving you nine players that pass the sniff test. Now we got to hear who doesn't, who fail the sniff test. Let's start with that quarterback position. Nosey, give me a couple of quarterbacks this week you don't like, and they fail the sniff test. All right, let's roll through these fails. All right, Matthew Stafford, what a game week one, 334 yards in the air, but not so fast as Corso would say. San Francisco's defense is Oof. unbelievable. I would absolutely keep every Ram offensive starter on the bench. That includes the running backs as well. I mean, here we have to do it. Zach Wilson, I'm just going to vomit for Garrett Wilson, okay? But uh, this is Micah Parsons. This is where Zach Wilson and the Jets immediately, everything goes south for them. I do not start him at all. The only player uh, in terms of a pass catcher that you're starting on that team is Garrett Wilson. And I am just at this point, I'm until I'm proven different, I am not a Kenny Pickett guy. I liked him coming out of college. I thought the potential was there, but this is the most vanilla offense in terms of a pass scheme I have seen in a while. Come on, guys, change it up. You got George Pickens. This kid's a stud, but they did lose Deontay Johnson for four weeks. Oh, bad injury, man. It's a bad injury, and it doesn't help Kenny Pickett, okay? So at the end of the day, on Monday Night Football uh, versus the Browns, I am not starting Kenny Pickett. Yeah, that Pittsburgh offense just does not look like a normal Pittsburgh offense at all. It's it's like weird to watch them play at this point. Quarterbacks that fail the sniff test, Matthew Stafford, 
Zach Wilson, Kenny Pickett. Let's go to the running back position, Nosey. Give me a couple of running backs this week that fail the sniff test. I'm going to give you four. Ooh, bonus. I'm going to give you four. But uh, yeah. one one is Alexander Madison versus the Eagles D. Now, I understand in many leagues you have to uh, start Alexander Madison. I love Alexander Madison. But for a Thursday night football game coming off a short week, he's a little banged up. I simply don't love him. If you have to start him, I get it. He was picked to be one of your starters. Certain people with strategies with a, what do they call the zero running back theory, right. whatever they call it on the air back. You know, Alexander Madison is a one or a two for you. And I understand that. And you have to start him. Just don't expect a good game. I expect that awesome Phillies D defensive line to be sharp. So in general, I'd fade Alexander Madison. I don't love Jamal Williams. Last year, special player for Detroit. This year for New Orleans, I see him more of a bruiser. When Kamara comes back, it's going to be his show. Can you get 10 to 12 rushes out of Jamal Williams? Yes. I'm expecting 40 to 50 yards out of him max. And then the question is, does he get it in the end zone? And if he doesn't, which is what I lean on in terms of betting on, if he doesn't score, then you have a busty week out of Jamal Williams. The big question was Tyler Algier. We discussed him in the first hour. And my belief is for this week, he needs to have those first and goals on the one or the two, to, and he will get those balls. But if right. Atlanta does not have that, Bijan Johnson, excuse me, Bijan Robinson is going to be going up in terms of his uh, touches, carries, and receptions, where Algier, I don't expect him to have 15 rushes. I expect him to have 10 to 12, and he has to score a touchdown to have value. I'm getting, I'm betting against that, just similar to Jamal Williams. And the last one is, look, I know he scored two uh, touchdowns, everyone, but Justice Hill is not going to be the answer to your fantasy team Ooh. for the Ravens. You know, I think Gus the bus, and in general, the number one running back, as you said about Jalen Hurts in the first hour for this team, is Lamar Jackson. Right, he didn't run right. the ball. He was too conservative. Easy game for them versus Houston. It's going to get only tougher. So I just really don't like the running back situation for Baltimore and I would fade it altogether. By the way, last week, personally, Jamal Williams was my DFS like guy in every DFS team I put together. And I thought that he would just have a breakout. God, that was just disappointing. Very disappointing for Jamal Williams last week. Uh, Alexander Madison, Jamal Williams, Tyler Algiers, or however you say his last name and Justice Hill, the running backs that fail the sniff test for week two. Let's get to the wide receivers. Give me a couple of wide receivers you don't like this week that fail the sniff test. Well, look, Baker Mayfield, he put a heroic game in in terms of his effort. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I do applaud that. But what we did see was, man, he is not the, the number one pick for the draft the way he's throwing the ball right now. Yes, they won the game. They went into Minnesota and actually won the game. And yes, Mike Evans had himself a nice game. Ten targets for him. But the person who I'm fading this week is Chris Godwin. And that is, that's because if he's going big, Baker's going to Mike Evans. But right now, yeah, you might get five, maybe even six catches, but it's going to be for very low yardage receptions. So if you want to start a player who's going to have four to five catches for 50 to 55 yards, Fine, but that's what you're getting from him. I want a player that's going to do a little bit more. I'm concerned about Chris Goblin, great wide receiver. But 
you need a quarterback to consistently get you the ball. And between Mike Evans being there, and they are really trying to run the ball a lot. Rashad White had an ineffective game, but 17 carries. Right. This is a, a situation where I would not start uh, Chris Godwin. Next up, we discussed him, Michael Pittman Jr. In terms of if you were to look at year-to-date or who, you know, wide receivers with, with the best games in week one, yeah, he, he's right there. There's no question about he's right there. I am absolutely not starting him this week. We've discussed it. You know how I feel. I am not a fan of Anthony Richardson in terms of being able to throw the ball down the field consistently. If Michael Pittman gets another touchdown off of another wide receiver screen, you know, God bless him. Because that's, the, <laughs> in my opinion, the very few ways he's going to be able to score. Right. So what he happened to have, what happened in week one, I don't expect to happen in week two. So I understand you're listening to me. You're like, I got to start the guy. I got to do it. Okay. I get it. We'll talk about this next week. And then last, uh, last time we, get to, we get to say his name. Do it. Nuka, Nukua. I wanted, well done. I wanted you to pick him up. I picked him up in a few leagues. Uh, if you're in a CBS league where you still are in the waivers, pick a guy up. But we're just not going to start him week two against the Niners. Now, if we see this week he gets double-digit targets, we're really going to be starting him week three. Okay, right, we're going right. to but uh, not against the 49ers. You saw them completely shut down to Pittsburgh's offense. I'd like to see, uh, look, the Rams, I've said it, I'm fading everybody. Not one player on their offense is playing in this week. So uh, Puka Nakua, I like saying your name, but I'm definitely not starting you this week. Puka Nakua, Michael Pittman Jr., Chris Godwin, wide receivers that fail the sniff test for week two here that was the sniff test well done nosy you did it volume two of the sniff test is now over uh we have one more segment to go after this where we're going to give you the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week uh zach the nose always brought to you by tropical chevrolet car shopping we know you're busy out there when you get to tropical chevrolet they're going to have you in and out of there in under three hours it's on biscayne boulevard and 88th street or you can go on the website miamichevy.com tropical chevrolet where convenience for our customers is our priority. And they're also doing something big for you this year. They're going to turn fantasy into a reality at Tropical Chevrolet. Go in there and test drive a car. Tell them Zach of the Nose uh, sent you there. And you're going to be immediately entered to win a pair of tickets to a pro football game down here in South Florida. That's right. Just go in there, test drive. Zach of the Nose sent me. Boom, you're registered to win a pair of tickets. That's from our friends at Tropical Chevrolet, the title sponsor here of Zach of the Nose for our existence here on the radio. Let's take a break. We're going to wrap things up with the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week. This is Zach of the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We're back right after this. All right, Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show. We're going to wrap things up here on 560 WQAM. If you have any questions for the nose, by the way, that haven't been answered tonight, at Spencer Nose on Twitter, uh, N-O-S-E. Let's do it, Nose. It's tight end uh, pick of the week time. I'm excited to hear who you got this week. It's all yours, the floor, my man. I appreciate the floor. And the floor is high for Darren Waller this week. Okay. It's a comeback week. Uh, a lot of people drafted him as, you know, I would say the third or fourth tight end off the board. The top two were obviously Kelsey and Andrews. And then it was really the TJ Hawkinson and Darren Waller show with nobody else, you know, behind them. Well, Darren Waller, very disappointing week one, as we, we saw, we discussed only five targets. He has what they are calling a lingering 
hamstring issue for the rest of the year, but I'm calling it out right now. He's going to have a great game. So Darren Waller is a player that you drafted. You saw a bad game one. I'm telling you, number 12 on the Giants is going to be early and often because if you're Daniel Jones and you're Dable and you need to get that offense back on track outside of Saquon Barkley, you're going to use your quarterback to your tight end. That's how it works. So Darren Waller, we're talking about a big game. We're talking about a touchdown. We're talking about 80 plus yards. Your nose pick, tight end nose pick of the week. I like that. I like that call at all. Did Darren Waller go any more than, was he a third in your, most of your drafts also? He was yes. the third in mine, yeah. Third or fourth. Yeah, third. Yeah, he was third consistently in uh, all uh, four of my drafts. All right, it's that time. We end the show here with the big pick of the week from the nose. It's the nose pick of the week. You can take this one to the bank. That's what we like to say here, or maybe. Here's the nose pick of the week. Spencer, the floor is yours again. This is the moment. After a two-reception game for 10 yards. That's right. I'm recommending somebody after two for 10, a horrible game. Tyler Lockett is going to have his big game. You know those 40 to 60-yard touchdowns? It's coming. Oh, just like I said with Prime, he coming, okay? The Detroit Lions uh, are not going to stop him. Let's just keep it that simple, okay? okay? I expect the Seahawks' entire offense to step up after that debacle in week one. Tyler Lockett is a player that is going to have 100-plus yards and a touchdown, and that is making it a very clean and a very sexy nose pick of the week. I like it. Tyler Lockett, your nose pick of the week. Darren Waller, your tight end pick of the week. That's going to do it for us here on Zach and the Nose Week two, volume two of the NFL season. We're going to talk to you again next week. Always, always a big shout out to our fans at Tropical Chevrolet for sponsoring us for the last couple of years. They're doing something good for you too out there. Turn fantasy into a reality with Tropical Chevrolet. Go in there for a test drive. Tell them Zach and the No Sentia. Get entered to win a pair of tickets to a pro football game this season here in South Florida. And if you're shopping out there, we know you're busy. Tropical Chevrolet is going to have you in and out of there in under three hours. They're on Biscayne and 88th Street or click MiamiChevy.com. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. For The Nose, for Danny Garcia, I am Zach Krantz. This has been Zach and The Nose. Good luck this week in fantasy football, unless you're playing me. We'll speak to you next week. It's Zach and The Nose. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.